Hi, this is Mitch Labulio from American Dream Machine, and you're tuned in to Underground Opolis. bring them right on okay the first question is usually if you could narrow down an artist or that you saw in concert or on tv or whatever that you said you know what i want to do that can you can you narrow down that influence and it doesn't matter who answers first you guys rock paper mine's kind of um hilariously obvious and and it's um it's the beatles (laughs) like weirdly enough like so my dad is a musician, but he plays like country music, right? And in middle school, this kid I know, I don't know why he was like obsessed with the Beatles, but he was. And he gave me um, Help, the you know, like the movie Help. And, and like I watched it and I was just like, oh, man, the Beatles are so cool. Like I want to be in a rock band, you know, like and, and that's how that's how it was. Even though it was, you know, 30 plus years after, you know, that movie came out. Um it still was like, yeah, like so many other people, the Beatles. I called you guys in the indie pop grunge in the description. Is that is that accurate? That sounds about right. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with it. <laughs> what would you describe it as? Um, yeah, we like to jokingly refer to it as because like Steph, our drummer, is like a metalhead. Like she she loves metal. And obviously Gina is the genesis of a lot of our songs, you know, like she writes them or whatever. And um, so we like to jokingly refer to ourselves as singer songwriter metal, <laughs> like slash metal. <laughs> what, what is it with drummers and metal? I mean, <laughs> it's probably fun to play. I don't know. It, it, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a particular creative process? I love pain. this question. <laughs> Just pain, right? Just like emotional pain. <laughs> <laughs> And you, YouTube viewer, Wicked Heart, 
which would be my sister, <laughs> says she can't hear you very well, Gina. Oh. And I can I can barely hear you, too. Oh, no. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that's better. That's a lot better. <laughs> Thanks, sis. <laughs> Should we start over again? <laughs> all right. Yeah, go all the way back. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the Scooby-Doo thing. Is there, could you, could you tell me about a favorite performance, a, a favorite concert you played or anything? That we played as a band? Hmm. Yeah. You know, the Third Street Dive, uh, we played and we met this guy named Rob. He, you know. No. <laughs> He's a jerk. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> So interesting, on a different tour, we played in Buffalo. And I think that as a band, it was like, we played this amazing show. We were like so tight and like the sound was really good. And, and there was literally no one there. There was, it was the sound guy who actually weirdly was from Philly or something. And like, he was like, oh, I'll buy your CD. Or it was like the doorman, but that was it. There, even the other bands did the thing where they played and then immediately left, like when they were done oh. their sets. And um, and it's a shame because like afterwards we were like, damn, we just played like this incredible show for no one, and no one will ever ever hear it. Hey, so recently, we played um, the Ugly release show. Ugly's another Philly band, um, kind of our new faves. Um, they played a release show at the end of June at Ortlieb's that we joined with them, and that that was a really fun show. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I think it was our first real live one back not just a live stream um yeah it was like after post pandemic not that the pandemic's over but yeah <laughs> yeah it was, um <laughs> that that was our best one that we played for people <laughs> yeah yeah we got categories well, what were they called <laughs> Here, oh, ugly yeah it's u-g-l-i okay that's, yeah. I'm poaching is what I'm doing right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll probably get them sometime. <laughs> oh, what was that band? I I saw commented on something on your page. Hmm. Something uh, sounds like corkscrews. Uh. Oh, Kelsey Cork. Yes, mm. <laughs> I, I think that's who it is. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I started writing them. You know you yeah. should you should try um you should try All Right Junior because uh, Steph our drummer is also in that band so they're like friends with us obviously we share a drummer and a practice space and all that. They a metal so, band? No, they're like another you know grunge kind of band. She she doesn't she loves metal but doesn't play in a metal band. I don't <laughs> in in any metal bands really. Well, she used really, to. She has, but we. Like, we I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no I was going to say we we stole her from all the metal people. They're <laughs> mad at us. <laughs> is is metal big out that way? Because it's big here. <laughs> I guess it is. I, I don't. I, I think actually. Know. What's that? I wouldn't know, but I. I mean, my cousin's in a metal band. I feel like there's a lot of metal bands out here. Yeah, I, there's all lots of all different kinds of bands out here. Yeah. It, it's wild. Like, yeah, there's lots of bands. Since it is my show, we get to talk about my favorite song. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Which is Cl Pledge. All right. Has it got a cool story behind it that you can share with the with our audience? That was the one Ryan he wrote the the riffs for it, and I wrote it. Uh, it must. I think we wrote it around 2017. We were all depressed because Trump had just gotten <laughs> elected. Um, 
I don't know. There's, uh, yeah, it's an, an angry song. <clears throat> Just about like the arrogance of the ruling class and the, you know, you know, just how they just seem like they just, you know, <laughs> you say that like the dismissive posture, you know, like that, that lyric or whatever. Right. It was like, posturing. yeah, dismissive posturing. Like that always just rung with me just because that's just, I mean, kind of from all of them, really. I mean, you know, they're, they just seem like they're like, Oh, you peasants, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely more directed at the, uh, the Trump side of the equation, but, um, I feel like it pretty well translates to just the ruling class in my own personal, uh, you know, interpretation of it. Yeah. 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 And just like the disillusionment, you know, um, like I, the, one of the lines is Simon says, say the pledge, you don't have to mean it. And um, yeah, it's just kind of like citing or repeating the pledge of allegiance in school, but not, quite getting like all the full history or like fully understanding why we do that. And now, I don't know, just like recognizing now, just like. It's super creepy and weird when you think about it. It's like indoctrination almost, you know, like it's (laughs) to make, to make little kids just recite this pledge. They don't even understand is, is really weird to me, especially as a dad of a, of a young kid, you know? Yeah. And it's like, Oh, we're actually like this white supremacist, like capitalist <laughs> society, and like, no, I don't want to pledge to that, but I will. But I don't have to mean it because I have to. I don't know. So those were some of my thoughts, like, and just kind of growing up and becoming more aware of things, like, as an adult and being disillusioned. Did I freeze? No, I didn't. Okay. No. Nope. Your connection seems to be really well. Uh, I forgot to ask my favorite question, which is the counter question to your favorite performance. What was your worst performance? When we played with your, when we played with your dad's band. uh, (laughs) Gina's dad had a band and we played with them and it was all on, it was in this weird venue with like, they, they insisted we use all their like backline gear and it was all terrible and sounded really bad and we couldn't hear anything. And it was, it was embarrassing and it was in front of all of our families mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know, like this is what you do with your life. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were anxious. It was, yeah. yeah. Worked. Nothing worked. It was brutal. It was brutal. Well, that's part of being DIY though. Yeah. And, but then it's just a DIY dad, community. Our dad's band goes up there and just like crushed it too. Like it was like no big deal. And we're like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> like tight. Like, yeah, perfectly rehearsed and executed parts and harmony. Like, yeah. And they were like, oh, you couldn't hear? We could hear everything perfectly, you know? Like, oh, they probably did sound for you. (laughs) You guys sabotaged us. Yeah, your dad sabotaged us. Pulled to Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler used to sabotage his opening acts for Aerosmith. If they were were having a better show, he he would go out there and start messing with sound. (laughs) I always heard that. That's probably not true, so I'm not going to... I'm going to retract that statement before I get sued. (laughs) He's very litigious. Well, that's how I'm going to get him on the show. <laughs> 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 huh? 
dad? I'll just call him. <laughs> no, no. Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Oh. <laughs> That's how uh, he's gonna he's gonna call me up. Did you say something about me on your podcast in 20 people watch? <laughs> Let's get your dad on the podcast right now and confront him about that show. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he can be on the show if he wants sometime, but tonight's, tonight's about deer forbidden. You should start doing like um like Maury style attack shows where you have bands on and then set it up and then be like, oh look, the other band you hate is here now. We're gonna bring they just them happen on. to show up. <laughs> and then just have well, them fight it out. Who's a local band? And once again, I'm poaching. That's you. <laughs> that you would really like to share a show, like either share a show or, or one that you'd like to go see? <clears throat> well, um, a local band from Louisville or from Philadelphia? From your, from your area. Yeah. Um, hmm. Definitely, I mean, Ugly again. Yeah, Ugly is, ugly is great. Um, the Don Drapes the other day. But I think they're technically from Virginia, but they're in Philly now. Um, they were fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of the, there was there was a, what was our other favorite band that we that we well yeah they're from New York though um, I'm thinking there was another local band that like I was like yeah this band is great there's so many good bands too that's the problem um, and like whenever they ask us to play we're like why are you asking us to play with you we're we're not good because you're a good band because I've seen you play yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah so it. it definitely ugly we, we were big fans of them since playing with them at the release show um but they, i'm trying to what is the other band i mean full bush. full bush is great too yeah there was somebody's album besides ugly that was another local band that we played with and i had their album on repeat for a while and i and now all of a sudden i can't remember who they are oh terrible edit all this out <laughs> what's that was it aaron fox it is i mean yeah aaron is great and resilient um they were great too. I'm trying great to. Kelly all day. They're from New York. They're also New York. Yeah. Um, we like a lot of New York bands. <laughs> well, you're not far from there, are you? No, no, not, not really. Like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's really not far. It's not like here where it's where it's 14 hours or something like that. <laughs> right. Exactly. 14, 14 yeah. or 15 hours, something like that. Our um our pals All Right Junior are great too. You know, uh, we share a practice space and drummer with them. They're kind of like our extended band family. Mm -hmm. uh, but we we've also played with all of those bands who's a band that we who's a band we would be like i would want to play with them that's from philly um i don't know i would like to play with nothing they're from philly uh they're a great band they're like kind of like this shoegaze like this heavy shoegaze band um they're kind of popular they're on relapse records i would like to play a show with nothing <laughs> i'm seeing them in uh in october at union transfer there's someone i started following and listening to on instagram liz deleese she's another one or I, I don't know her pronouns wait let me look <laughs> as you say her yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah i watched their videos and thought oh my gosh i would love to play with them oh, okay they she is there a song that's real personal to you a dear forbidden song what would be the most personal song that's got to be you i don't know <laughs> that's yeah. a you question i'm gonna look at our spotify <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man you don't even know our songs oh you're fired i know them you got an exclusive rob i just fired gina live on the podcast <laughs> steph is taking over I vocals mean, sleeping alone off of our first ep is pretty personal uh yeah that was 
I mean, a lot of the songs come from heartbreak. Um, so that that's one of them. And I, I remember I was playing a, a show one time. I was trying to figure out what the set would be. And my ex at the time was like, well, what about this? What about this? And I was like, what about Sleeper and Low? He's like, don't, don't play that. That's so sad. <laughs> um, so like the sad ones typically are, are the more personal ones and my favorite ones. Um, <laughs> yeah, my, there's a new one. We, it's not recorded yet, but it's called um, Freaks in the Rain. And it's about a friend breakup which is pretty personal. You yeah, say he's going to send me that track. <laughs> I think um, we have a, on our band what? camp, we have a, um, like a live recording of a bunch of songs that are not like officially recorded from a live stream we did. And I think that song is on there, right? The Freaks in the Rain? It is on there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, Freaks in the Rain. <laughs> I'm always trying to get somebody to send me their music. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer the studio or well, the stage? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We can come back to that. <laughs> really? Wait, what's happening? Oh, Are you lagged, Gina? Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a delay. Okay. What? Well, do you prefer the stage or the studio? He said. The, the studio. I didn't know if we were going to go back to the last thing we were talking about, uh, but... If we're talking about the current thing, I prefer the studio. If we're talking about the last thing, if you download um, our recent release on Bandcamp, which is the live stream with newer songs that Ryan just mentioned, all proceeds from that go to needabortion.org. So, you know, if you'd like to hear our new songs and support the cause, uh, right on. Download that one. Um, <clears throat> I have a uh, yeah. a mix. I have a mixed relationship with the stage versus studio, because I love the instant gratification of performing, but it's also fun to be in the studio and be like, "Oh, what if you put flanger on this guitar? Like, what would that sound like?" And you get like the infinite tries of like, "Oh, the flanger was stupid. Let's just put a ton of reverb on this guitar and see what happens." Or and you know you get to like mess around and it, it and it's fun, but then you have to wait for Gina to do the artwork and that takes forever. And then you got to wait for the mixes to come back and that takes forever. <laughs> and when you play live, it's just like the instant gratification of like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you Drew, the yeah. pictures. Yeah. I like the adrenaline and yeah. <laughs> there's, there's one, our single smile dropper. We got someone, one of my Instagram friends um, made that one. He's in Belgium, Leonardo Vargas. Um, but most of it I do. I think all the ones you were showing at the beginning, like scrolling by, were all, I think I did all the ones that you showed. I think so. I too, forgot yeah. some of those existed too. Those <laughs> well, yeah. When you started playing it um, and you were playing White on White, I texted Gina and I was like, oh man, I haven't heard this song in so long because we haven't played that one in a while. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't even remember the last time. I mean, obviously we've had basically a year off. But I'm not sure. I don't remember the last time we played that song. But I, I, when I heard it, I was like, still sounds good. <laughs> yeah. It's a good song. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in a while. <clears throat> I happen to be very partial to that song because some of that video came from this camera. Yep. <laughs> yep. From the dive. At the, at the dive. Is there a story behind that song? That's that, that's like another favorite. So. Yeah. That one, I don't know. It's a mix of themes. I wrote it when I first started this band. Um, I don't know, about like mental health stuff. Probably that's the main thing. Like 
struggles with mental health. I think that song is largely about like cycling through the lyrics right now as we're talking. And, uh, it's a stream of consciousness through the way, right? So it's hard. There's probably a lot of a lot in there that I don't that I'm you know. It's it's cool that you like that song because that was the song when Gina asked me to like you know if I wanted to be in the band and like sent me um practicey like recordings or whatever of it that was the first one that I was just like yeah I want to be in this band like this that's a good song I like that song it was white on white it is a, it's a great song I'm always thrilled when I say you know <laughs> I think my car's even in it <laughs> <laughs> like outside the door like uh, yeah the outside the, the door you see there's a little glimpse <laughs> of my car <laughs> It was a beater too. I don't have that car anymore. But <laughs> that, I, I actually really like the third street dive because of that parking structure that's like real close to it. So you can like unload your gear and then there's like a play you have to pay, but like you could just like park real close. Like in Philly, it's always brutal. You, you just gotta like drive around for 25 minutes to, until yeah. you find a place to park. It's it's like that now because a, a hotel uh, what there's a hotel that built across the street right on that top of that parking lot. I mean it's a huge hotel. Mm. it's a an omni i think <laughs> an omni hotel it's it's really big I, I, we're, they were probably there was construction when we played there was that what they were building yeah yeah, yeah it took okay. them it took them quite a few years to get it all built but here's another cra- a, a question i like to ask it, did you ever buy an album or cd or cassette or whatever with your own money listen to it and immediately throw it out the window um, not out the window, but yeah, I, I definitely, this is, this is my most controversial hot take. So buckle in everybody. That album for me was Kid A by Radiohead. I was so hyped for that album and I like bought it and like came home and like, or like put it in my car on the way home. And I was like, this is weird. Came home, put it in my CD player. And I was just like, I hate this. And then immediately really? drove back to the, the store and traded it back in. And I and I love the first three records, and I was so hyped for that. And I was like, "Where are the guitars? Where like all this bleeps and bloops and like Tom York like?" I was like, "Nope, I'm out. I'm out." And I know that that's that's a hot take that I catch shit for all the time. But I, I, I do not like. Yeah, exactly. I do not like Kid A by Radiohead at all. I should have thrown it out the window, but I wanted to recoup some of my money back by trading it back to the store. And like, I think the guy even at the store was like, didn't you just buy this? And I was like, yeah, I don't, I nope, I don't want it. <laughs> Take it away. If you could pick any producer to work with living or dead. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. No, um, <laughs> that's a good one. I mean, yeah, it's a good question. It's, it's a good question because there are, there are so many, I mean, obviously you know, Steve Albini would be cool. And that's a, always a possibility. I mean, he'll, he'll work for anyone, you know, <laughs> as long as you got the cash, uh, maybe we'll sell a kidney and go record with Albini. Um, you know, that's always, I mean, I mean, Rick Rubin is cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other people. Um, that's one of those que- where like, you know, like I have a list of favorite pr- producers in my head but you just asked that question and my mind went completely blank. Say, yeah, Steve Albini, I would love to record with Billie Eilish's brother. <laughs> yeah. I love her. And- on, a, on a side note, do you know that like Billie Eilish, like Billie is not her, Billie Eilish is not her name. Her name is like crazy. Um, really? Because we, were, we weren't sure. Abby asked if it was short for Wilhelmina, right? 
And so we looked it up, and and then her name is Billy Elish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Pirate is one of her middle names, and Baird O'Connell is, is like Billy, like even Elish is a middle name, like it's not her last name for real. But yeah, my daughter asked if it, if that was short for like Wilhelmina or something like that. Like Billy was like the nickname, and I was like, I don't know. Let me Google it, and I was like, the truth is crazier than you will possibly imagine. But yeah, that would be cool to work with Phineas, mm-hmm. Phineas Eilish Pirate <laughs> Baird O'Connell. Favorite song to perform live right now. Mine is a cross yeah, right between now. between the two two newer ones, and it's um, Knives Out or uh, Freaks in the Rain are are probably my two favorite ones to perform right now. And why? Because what? Because um, Knives Out rocks. Okay, and uh, because um, the end of uh, Freaks in the Rain just gets so like epic, and it's just real like euphoric. Like when it hits that, um, what do you call it? The dynamic when that dynamic shifts to loud and then goes back down again at the end. It's I don't know. It's it feels good. Yeah, and we just um, brought in another guitar player too, which brings it up you know a million more notches like yeah we recently added uh his name is kyle he's from a band called slop house and they're friends of ours we played a ton of tons of shows with them yeah we recently were like wouldn't it be cool if we were even louder than we already were and so we (laughs) asked him and he was like oh yeah it would be my honor we should have asked him yeah we should have well he doesn't have facebook so i don't know if that would work for him but um i was like we could have invited him to this where all have you performed? All of them. All right, you want a list of every show. All right, no, no, no. 2015. No, just... <laughs> like, all over like, the country. Have you got? Have you been to Europe or Japan or anything? Or... No, we were we were on the. I guess what would now be classified as our last tour, maybe not our last ever, but the last tour that we did. We were supposed to play in Canada, but the booking guy just couldn't get it done, and so like, yes, but we played. Ohio, Pennsylvania, Delaware, uh, D.C., New York, Boston, or, you know, Massachusetts, Boston area, upstate New York, um, Louisville, obviously, um, Tennessee, kind of like that, you know, like upper Middle West, East Coast run we've done. We never, we haven't made it further than Ohio, I guess. And then, but north we've gone and south. I guess um, t- Tennessee yeah. would be as far south as we Nashville, but yeah, we we literally just wanted to play Canada so we could call ourselves international touring artists. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been out of the country either, so yeah, so like, not not even on a personal level. Like <laughs> I've never been out, of, been out of the states. What is the best musical advice you've ever been given, hmm. other than buy a dolly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And don't lose it. Like and I don't did. lose it. <laughs> Blown through two of them already. Yeah, she's lost two dollies. <laughs> Take tons um, of socks on tour. <laughs> actually, that's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, it is a good one. <laughs> that's a super good one. Um, hmm, best piece of advice. That's a man. These questions are good. I I would prefer the math portion. Can we go to the math portion of the? Uh, um, <clears throat> what you got, Gina? You got something? Steph, tell me it's it's about like I get so hung up and anxious in my head like about performing perfectly and hitting every note and this and that and it never works like obviously psyching yourself out doesn't work so 
when Steph and Ryan say, like, it's your attitude. You just have to have attitude. Like, just own it. Like, you know, believe in it. Um, when I am able to do that, it's really helpful. Uh, but yeah, so kind of fighting the current of your own brain and how it already works one way. It's it's hard. But yeah, that's that's my probably my favorite advice that I've gotten. No bass solos. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> How many albums do you have? We have three EPs. Yeah. Of course, I, I have I own Glitter and Incidents. I don't um, have the uh, I don't have the other physical copies. The uh, so the one do we even have any left of Slow Beat? That was I think that's the only one that has a, a, a physical. I don't think the new one we ever we just released it digitally that one. But we did um, Gina and I. I don't know if we mentioned it to Steph and Kyle, but you and I realized simultaneously that as of right now we almost have enough material for a full length instead of an ep so that should be cool if we can pull it off Hey, this is Robert Freeman from Clay, Kentucky, the hometown of your intrepid host, Rob Lyon. I was going to tell you a joke about pizza, but I thought it might be a little cheesy, so I'll tell you about my friend who went to the doctor because he swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles, and the doctor told him, he said, this could be really bad. The guy said, how bad, doctor? And he said, well, put it this way, your next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. (laughs)